Hello and welcome back. I'm your host, Emma Sherman, and you guys are listening to Trouble Getting Hired, the podcast where we talk about the discourse surrounding drug testing in the workplace. Today, I'd like to welcome Mackenzie Bancroft and Kyle Adige to the show. They want to share some of their beliefs on the problems we see with drug testing and getting hired. As we're going through this episode, we have a couple of graphs to refer to. If you want to follow along, please pull up our reference sheet. Hi, guys. We're really glad to have you here. We're super excited to be here. There are many reasons that Kyle and I are advocating to stop workplace drug testing. One, it causes disparate impact for minority races, and it's a violation of privacy. Also, tests aren't always accurate, which can lead to wrongful dismissals. And further, with differing state laws regarding marijuana, there is growing skepticism surrounding drug testing for marijuana for employment. Thank you. One of the biggest reasons that we're advocating against workplace drug testing is the privacy issue that it brings. Drug tests may violate both current and prospective employees' right to privacy, and according to a growing body of literature, may adversely affect their work attitudes and behaviors. Skills testing, which assesses employees' performance, fitness, less intrusively, is discussed as an alternative to biological testing. So yeah, that's um, a big supporting reason for why I'm against it. But it's also a really big legal issue, and I've found out since researching that legal professionals have even brought up the issue of drug testing being unconstitutional because it violates the 4th and 14th Amendments that that cover unreasonable searches and seizures. And finally, drug testing sometimes uncovers prescription drugs taken legally, which is essentially one of the reasons that test accuracy is one of the problems, which I think we're going to talk about next. Right. Thanks so much for your input. Okay, that means it's trivia time. We've got our first question of the episode. The question is, black, well, first a statement. Black and white Americans use about the same levels of marijuana. However, the arrests are disproportionate. How much more likely are black Americans to be arrested for marijuana than white Americans? One time, two times, three times, or four times? What's your guess, guys? Um, so it's a good question. I would guess around four times. I've researched this, and I know that African Americans are definitely tested and accused far more for marijuana-related crimes, so I would guess four times if we're rounding up. That's correct. Nice work. I can see we've got the specialists here. All right, we're going to keep it moving on. Next, we've got Mackenzie. Another reason that we advocate to stop workplace drug testing is there is solid empirical evidence concluding that employment drug testing leads to racial disparate impact. The Kaiser Family Foundation determined that black Americans are nearly 1.3 times more likely to be drug tested at work for any reason. Also, 63% of black workers were employed in a workplace that performs drug testing, whereas only 46% of white workers were. African-Americans are also much more likely to face repercussions for failing a drug test than white people. Studies show that 9.2% of blacks reported being reprimanded or even fired for failing a drug test, which is more than double the number of whites who reported the same at just 4.4%. Oh, my goodness. All right, you heard it, guys. Another trivia. Here's the question. How much do states spend enforcing marijuana laws every year? Is it A, 1 million, B, 100 million, 3, a billion, or 4, 3.6 billion? 
I think that I'm going to guess $3.6 billion. Wow. Nice work, Mackenzie. That's fantastic work. Oh, gosh. They know what they're talking about, guys. All right. So while we're on the topic of enforcement at the state level, check out the figure on our reference sheet showing the laws for each state. In Indiana, the recreational use of CBD and low THC doses are legal. I don't know if you know this, but 37 states have legalized either recreation or medical use of cannabis as of today. You know, Mackenzie, I've got one more question to ask before we let you go. And uh, it's something that... You know what? Actually, I overstepped. We're going to Kyle. Appreciate that introduction. And um, so, yeah, another big reason we're advocating against this testing is the differing state laws. And within each state, obviously, as Emma mentioned, there are different recreational or medical laws and some states don't have any sort of legal weed legalization laws so obviously the testing laws are going to be very very different and for an an example of that really is in new york city which has recreational marijuana and medical marijuana they ban pre-employment screening for marijuana use except for in safety and security sensitive jobs another big um, portion of people that are tested for marijuana are people that are bound by federal or state contracts so people that work for the federal government or people that work for the state government they are tested for marijuana but another big uh, idea related to this is that many companies are avoiding drug testing for marijuana big companies big usa corporations or companies are avoiding it because they have so many different offices among among um, u.s cities so amazon is a company that doesn't test for marijuana and either is Google because both of them have offices in states that have different marijuana laws and therefore marijuana testing laws. So now I'm going to hand it back to Emma. Right, yeah. Apologize about that. Nice work, uh, Kyle. So I have one more question to ask Mackenzie before we go, and it's something that I am personally curious about. Is drug testing even accurate? Drug testing is actually not always accurate, and this leads to false positives. The most commonly used screens can provide false positives results between 10 and 30% of the time. And often, drug screening can confuse drug compounds like Advil for marijuana or NyQuil for amphetamines. Positive results can also come from Sudafed, poppy seeds, and herbal teas. False positives can lead can result in liability to the employer, especially if the individual is terminated and it's later found that the test was flawed. Another drawback to these tests is that they typically do not test for alcohol, which is one of the most abused substances. Trivia time. Final question of the episode. So here's the question. As of 2019, what percentage of Americans supported marijuana legalization? Okay, you got to take a guess on this one. You got A, 25%, B, 50%. C, 66%, and D, 90%. What are you thinking? Uh, It's another really good question. Thank you. And I think around this time, it started to grow that there was more of a a hope for legalization, even federally. So I would guess it would be 66%. Correct. Nice work with that answer. All right. Thanks, guys. Next episode, we will dive into some of the specific issues surrounding workplace drug testing. Stay tuned for the episode to drop next week. And as always, thanks for listening to Trouble Getting Hired.